Praise the Lord. Let's walk by faith. Oh, we're all ready. Let's get out of the boat and go walk on some water. Hallelujah. We're looking at today, continuing our study on Faith Walker. And the title today is Get Out of the Boat. Get Out of the Boat. We're looking at Matthew 14, 27 through 29. Let's read that and then we'll get into it. Matthew fourteen, twenty-seven through 29. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he, Jesus, said, Come. And when Peter had come out of down out of the boat he walked on the water to go to Jesus now we got to remember what Jesus was talking about when he told them very first let's just remind ourselves where we are in this study of being a faith walker first of all Jesus told them to get in the boat go to the other side now when Jesus tells them something it's going to happen Jesus went up on the mountainside to pray then all of a sudden a storm came up now, how does a storm come up in your life? Well, let me offer you these suggestions as to possibilities how storms do happen. Uh, a decision you made that's not of God. In other words, you go off and do something that God didn't want you to do, therefore a storm could come in. How about uh, God tells you to do something and you don't obey? <laughs> a storm could come in because see, you're not walking in what God wants you to do. How about uh, the good old word sin? Yeah, you start getting off in the sin, start getting angry, start getting upset, start speaking things you shouldn't be speaking, and all the stuff, and next thing you know, you're hurting. Why? Because you created a storm in your life. How about uh, uh, unbelief? Yeah, uh, you might get off, well, I, I, I believe God, but I'm not quite sure, and I'm, I'm not, you know, and uh, 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 that's the way you feel, isn't it? <laughs> and a storm may come in. Well, how about another one is that even though you obey God, you're doing exactly what God wants you to do, and a storm arises. I mean, I thought I was doing everything God wanted me to do. It's going to be nice and smooth because I'm going to get to the other side. Well, you see, when you start obeying God, there's somebody that doesn't like that. He's called the devil. And he's going to try to disrupt you from obeying your heavenly Father, obeying God to get to the other side. So that may happen. So there are many reasons why a storm may occur. So what do you do in the midst of the storm? We found out that Jesus came and said, Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. In other words, start rejoicing and praising the Lord in the midst of the storm, even before you see the storm disappear. Even before you see the results of what God wants you to do. Start oh, just worshiping and praising God. Just have a good time with Him. Get your mind off of the problem and on to Jesus. 
So be in faith before you get delivered. Yeah, it's important that you walk in faith before you get delivered. Now, now the question some people may ask, well, how do I know that I'm in faith? Well, how about let's go to, first of all, to Colossians. Colossians chapter 2, verse 7. Well, let me start with verse 6. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. How do I know that I'm in faith? As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it, abounding what? Abounding in faith with thanksgiving. In other words, when you are walking in thanking God in everything that's going on, thanking God for, for who He is, thanking God for what He's done for you, you are walking by faith. You are in faith. Now, what is another sign that um, I'm walking in faith? Well, there are many signs, but I, I just chose these two. How about Second uh, Timothy? Second Timothy uh, 1, 1.7. I can quote that. Can you? Yeah, you can. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if I'm not walking in fear or anxiety or worry, then I'm walking in faith. If I'm walking in fear, I'm not walking in faith. I'm not in that position that God wants me to be in. So, how do I know I'm, I'm in faith? Two things. One, I, I'm giving thanks always. Hallelujah. And I'm not walking in fear. I'm walking in power, love, and a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I'm at peace. I know things are working out. I, I'm praising my Lord as I go along. Hallelujah. So, with all of that, how then can uh, we be a faith walker? First of all, <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. you got to get out of self. Yes, you got to get out of self. you got to unplug yourself from the problem and begin to focus on Jesus. You see, when you get wrapped up in the self, all you want to think about is the problem. How am I going to analyze it? How am I going to get out of this? Let me figure this out. And that's not what God wants you to be. He wants you to be in a place where you're walking by faith, trusting Him. For Him to work it out, for Him to give you the wisdom and knowledge to make the right decisions to get through the storm. So, get out of self. Second thing to be a faith walker is to desire what Jesus is doing. But what was Jesus doing with his with those disciples? Well, he was walking on water. Desire to do what Jesus is doing. Walking on water. Walking on water. Yeah, get out there and do something that you see Jesus doing. Uh, then, next of all, 
You need to hear what Jesus is saying. Come. That's all he said. That's all he told Peter. Come. It wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. In other words, when Jesus says, follow me, it's he saying, now follow me if you feel like it or you want to, or if you don't, that's okay with me. No, he's not saying that. He would say, follow me. That's a command. You must do that. In other words, come out from where you are to where he is. You see, you may be walking in the midst of the storm, and maybe the storm is destroying you, but he wants you to begin to walk on top of the storm to where he is. Jesus is always on top. He's never beneath it. And that's where he wants you to be. So, in other words, he, he might... Say to you, uh, uh, be healed. Huh? Well, yeah, he said that in First Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. So, why can't I do what he wants me to do? Receive that healing into my life. So, one word from Jesus is enough to overcome. You remember in uh, Genesis chapter 12, remember Abram? Had a nice life going on, had everything happening in his life, had all things that he needed and everything. And all of a sudden, God comes along and says, What? Go. <laughs> Where? Uh, what am I going to do when I go? Uh, how, how, how do I live? Uh, wh- where am I going? Uh, no, he just said, Go. Go. It only takes one word from God. That's all He's asking you to do is just obey. Just obey that one word. So, today I'm asking you to get out of your boat. What is your boat? It's where you feel comfortable. It's where you feel, well, I've always done it this way, and I feel comfortable in doing that. And I don't want to rock my boat. I don't want to change things. That's my comfort zone. Uh, it may be, I know I talk with some people, ministering to them, and they say, well, I've got this uh, sickness in my life. I've got this affliction in my life. And now I'm just going to exist and to uh, endure with it. You see that? I don't want to get anywhere further to where maybe I have to uh, step out in faith and believe Jesus, but I'm just going to get by with it. You know, that's all. That's my comfort zone. Uh, My comfort zone is where I I don't know if I can uh, get out of uh, this boat or not. I mean, the disciples have always been on a boat to go fishing, but they've never walked on the water. So to them, their comfort zone was in the boat. That's where they would feel safer than do what? Get out there and walk on the water to Jesus? Get out there and to do what Jesus is doing? That's not something I've done before. Well, so your comfort zone is probably where uh, I've always done ministry this way. I don't want to do it any other way. Uh, I've always uh, functioned with my family this way. 
Uh, we're not going to change anything. Uh, we're, we're satisfied right where we are. That's our comfort zone. Well, that's not exactly uh, walking in faith. That's not exactly... You, we, we get a mindset of thinking too small. You know, but God is a big God. He can do anything. So we've got to get out of the mindset. I'm not telling the church that I'm serving that don't think small. It's a small church. But don't think small. Think about God who is a big God. And we're going to begin to, to take this town and this county for Jesus. Don't think small. Don't look at yourself and to think, well, uh, I'm not anything. What can I do? Uh, don't look at yourself. So, second, let's turn over to Second Kings. Second Kings, chapter seven, and verses three and four. Here we have this, the Syrians have. Uh, well, they, they're the enemy of Israel, and they seem to have, uh, uh, you know, done everything to try to destroy Israel. Now we have in verses 3 and 4, we have these four leprous men. <laughs> now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? In other words, we're outside the gate. The Syrians, we think, are still in there. So why are we sitting out here? We're going to die out here. I mean... I mean, it's, it's nice and comfortable here. You know, we're at peace. No one's going to hurt us. But we're just going to die because we don't have anything to eat. We don't have anything for us. So, then they say in verse 4, If we say, we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians, and if they keep us alive, we shall live. <laughs> if they kill us, we shall die. I mean, we're going to die here, or we're going to die over there where we may get some food. Now, what is what going to happen? Am I going to sit out here in my comfort zone and just exist and not to get the benefits of what God has for me and to pour out the spiritual blessings that He wants to give me, or am I going to get out of my comfort zone and go over and and walk on water, so to speak, and maybe get everything that God wants me to have? And if I stay here in this boat, I'm going to die. If I get out on the water, I'm going to die. But Jesus is out on the water. So I'm going to walk towards Jesus. I mean... It makes sense that I'm going to get to Jesus no matter what. If I stay where I am, I'm just going to exist and not be totally blessed that God wants to pour out His blessings upon me abundantly. But if I start walking by faith towards Jesus, man, I open up the door for all kinds of things to happen in my life that God wants to pour into me. So, what's your choice? <laughs> Those four lepers, man, had to make a choice. So what would happen if Jesus played it safe and didn't go to the cross? And you never thought about that possibility, did you? I mean, 
you know, he came, dwelt as a human being on the face of the earth, walked as flesh, tempted as we are, and all of a sudden he's in the garden praying to his father, and he said, oh, Father, I thought they don't want to go through this. Uh, you got to have another way. See, it, his comfort zone would be, let's just stay where we are, and I can stay here on this earth and, and do your work. You know, I can stay right here where I am and do your work. And you no, know, Father wants him to go to the cross because he has a bigger assignment for him to take all the sins and all the afflictions and sicknesses of everybody that ever faced in their life and to do that and to be resurrected from the dead. You see, we don't quite know exactly where God might carry us, but we do know that if we follow him, he's going to carry us to where he wants us to be. That's going to bring forth the fullness of his plan in our life and in someone else's life. So Jesus didn't play it safe. He gave up. Father, not my will, but yours be done. And he submitted to his Father's will. So, what do you think Jesus did when he walked upon the face of the earth? Uh, I know I had four children growing up, and all I wanted them to do was to do what I asked them to do. That's all. Because you know why? Because that would please me. That would please me that they were obedient children and they were doing what I asked them to do because, you see, I think I was older than they were and I knew more. Because, you know, when they get to be teenagers, sometimes they think they're doing more and they know more. But that's not true. I've lived longer. I've been more experienced and I can teach you how to do things and what you need to do and what not to do. So, uh, don't you think Jesus was wanting to please his Father as well? Uh, that's what it says over in John chapter 8. John chapter 8, verse 29. Yeah, there I am. This is Jesus speaking. And he, he, and he who sent me is with me. Okay? He knew his Father was with him. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please Him. I do those things that please Him. Now, isn't that what we want to do with our Heavenly Father? We want to do everything that pleases Him. You know, uh, Jesus did that in everything He was doing upon the face of the earth. That was in his mindset. Father, all I want to do is please you. I want to do what you want me to do. I don't want to uh, fall prey to any fleshly temptations or desires. I'm going to walk in the Spirit and please you. Well, question is, uh, how do we please God? Now, we're still talking about uh, walking by faith, okay? We're not lost that idea. We're still talking about that. Let's turn over to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter, I mean chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Here's the faith chapter. And it says, and we've heard this before, and I want to share with you another little slant to this. But without faith, 
It is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, now, so I, I must have faith. I must walk in faith. I must have that faith. Well, we all have that faith. Uh, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, it says, We've been given a measure of faith. Or, uh, Greek language could also say, We've been given the measure of faith. So, every one of us has faith. Every one of us has faith. The question is, are we in it? Because you see, the word without means this in the Greek language, to be outside of something. Hmm? Okay? Take that note. The word without means to be outside of something. So if I'm without faith, that means I'm outside of the place of faith. I'm not in faith. I'm outside of faith. Faith is a place that God wants us to be in. You're either in faith or you're out of faith. You can't be both. All right? You can't be in the place of faith and outside of it at the same time. For example, anybody got a car? Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Now, when uh, when when I uh, leave from here from Rick Bonfell Ministries, I'm going to, uh, well, I'm going to get in the car. Therefore, I'll be in the car. If I'm standing outside of the car, I'm not in it. You understand what I'm saying? I can't be outside of the car and in it at the same time. Can't do both. Same thing with faith. You're either in faith or not in faith. And Jesus is telling Peter, come. He's telling him, begin now to be in faith and walk towards me. Do something that you haven't done before. Take a risk. Get out of the safety of your comfort zone. Get out of the boat where you think that you are all right and come. Come to me. Try Try to come. Come. Step out in faith. Because in faith, you'll please God. Out of faith, you won't please Him. So, the question is, do you want to please God? You want to please God and just stay where you are in your nice comfort zone, which takes probably no faith at all to exist where you are because you have earned the living or you've got you got your retirement, and you got a nice home, and you got uh, two cars in the garage, and you got a nice family, and everything is going fine, and nothing is rocking the boat, and everything is nice and comfortable. Well, it doesn't take any faith to exist there. It does take faith to leave all of that. <laughs> it does take faith to give it all up. And give it to God and say, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll leave and go do that. I'll, I'll go speak to a person. I'll go minister to that person. I'll get over there and, and have uh, an encounter with someone that needs Jesus. It takes faith 
Are you in faith or are you out of faith? If you're in the comfort zone, well, what faith is there to be in there? But if I'm out there walking on water towards Jesus, I'm walking by faith and I'm getting out to what I normally do. Now, personal testimony here. This year, God is moving me out of the boat. <laughs> He's moving beyond where I've ever been before. To walk by faith and trust Him to perform things that I've never done before, that I've never seen happen before, that that's where He wants me to be. So I, I'm not just sharing this just as a Bible study. I'm sharing this because it's personal. Everything that I share from the Word of God is personal. And in this case, it's really personal. God is getting me out of my comfort zone of just maintaining a nice church and not rocking the boat. Well, I started this past Sunday rocking the boat. And I'm going to continue to rock the boat. And we're going to see what God's going to do and God's going to do some mighty things because He has planned things that we don't even see right now. But by faith, it's going to happen. So I encourage you to get out of the boat and start walking by faith. Get out of the boat, walk by faith, no matter what the storm looks like or feels like that you may experience or that you may even be in right now. That's not the question. The question is, where is your focus? If it's on Jesus, you'll be out there walking on the water towards Him. So let me pray for you today. Father, today, by faith, yes, by faith, we're going to trust You and we're going to get out of the boat. Whatever You say to us, it may just be one word, it may be come, it may be go. Whatever You say to us, we're going to listen to what you're saying and we're going to obey by faith. It may be uncomfortable, but we're going to get out there anyway because, Jesus, we got our focus on you and believe you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me.